I want, I want, I want me, 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 mine, 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 now, now, now. You know you're responsible for what you hear. You know you're responsible for what you hear. And welcome to Thoughts from Mary Head, the podcast where I talk about, well, whatever happens to be bouncing around inside my head at the moment, but mostly focusing on constitutional issues and political decentralization. This is episode 155 of Thoughts from Mary Head, and I appreciate you tuning in. This week, well, I'm back. So it has been almost three years since episode 154 of Thoughts from Meharry Head. Um, You know, sometimes you got to take a break when you're a podcaster, and sometimes you got to take a really long break. You know, like professors, they take uh, uh, sabbaticals. I guess they usually last, what, like six months or a year. Apparently, Mike Meharry takes really, 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 really long breaks. But I am back, and I do intend to begin regularly releasing episodes of Thought uh, Thoughts from a Hairy Head moving forward. So you've got something to look forward to. And uh, I don't know. You know, I, I guess I probably should have started over at episode one because it's almost like starting a podcast completely over again after three years. Um, I'm sure pretty much everybody has uh, unsubscribed. You know, there may be a few of you holdouts uh, out there who never unsubscribed. You were holding out hope that maybe another episode would would come out at some point. And and, and today you're shocked because, boom, there's a new episode. How fun. Uh, But mostly I think we're going to be building a new audience again, and that's fine. Again, it is what it is. Um, But since... This is going to be new to a lot of people, and quite frankly, some of you who used to listen probably don't even remember what it was about to begin with. I wanted to take this episode, episode 155, or episode 1 if you prefer, and just give a little bit of a, an overview of the show and why I do it, what it's about, and and kind of what the point, what the point is, or what's the point. And uh, as I said in the beginning... Really, the focus of the show is constitutional issues and political decentralization. Ultimately, it's really political decentralization. That's what I'm all about. I I guess if you want to go back bigger picture, I'm all about liberty, liberty and freedom. And I believe that the biggest threat to liberty is centralized government power. Now, I'll be honest with you. I think that government power just in general is antithetical to liberty, right? And we could have a whole philosophical discussion on whether government is legitimate at all. Uh, and, and I love having those discussions. But from this show's standpoint, I'm basically accepting, okay, government is here. How are we going to deal with it? What are we going to do in the here and now? Um, and, and my attitude is kind of uh, very similar to Thomas Paine. I love this quote. He said, society in every state is a blessing, right? When, when people are uh, 
getting together and they're cooperating and, and they're voluntarily associating. That's a blessing. That's society. But Payne went on and he said, but government, even in its best state, is but a necessary evil and in its worst state, an intolerable one. So that's the perspective that I'm coming at. I believe that at best, government is a necessary evil. Uh, at its worst, it's an intolerable evil. Either way, it's evil, but we've got it and we've got to figure out how to deal with it. So in the here and now, I think the best strategy forward, the best way to maximize liberty is political decentralization, to disperse power throughout the system and, and allow various governing entities to compete with each other uh, when we have Competing jurisdictions, uh, it gives us an escape route. So if some place is particularly hostile to your liberty, you can leave. Uh, you know, uh, uh, people have fled uh, a lot of states after the whole COVID thing, and they've come to places like Florida because they view it as more free. That's the beauty of decentralization, right? It gives you an escape route. It requires jurisdictions to compete, and it also allows us to use those powers to kind of uh, to fight against each other. We can use uh, one power to kind of uh, quell another. So that's really kind of the big picture of, of what it's all about. Now, I want to talk a little bit about just centralization in general. Why is it a problem? Well, the founding generation, and I, I generally don't say founding fathers, I'll say the founding generation, they were very wary of what they called consolidation. That was the word that they used for centralization of power. In one of his speeches during the Virginia Ratifying Convention, Patrick Henry issued a very stark warning. He said, dangers are to be apprehended in whatever manner we proceed. And this is in terms of creating a new uh, kind of a more central government. He said, but those of a consolidation are the most destructive. And again, consolidation was the term that they used to describe centralized government with vast power and control. And Henry warned that consolidation would, quote, end in the destruction of our liberties. Now, as if you, if you know your history, you know that Henry was an anti-federalist. He was arguing against ratification of the Constitution, but supporters of the Constitution also made the same argument. For example, during the Massachusetts Ratifying Convention, Fisher Ames said that, quote, too much provision cannot be made against a consolidation. William Grayson in Virginia, he didn't pull any punches when he said the idea of consolidation is abhorrent to the people of this country. So, What's the big deal? Why do so many people, or why did so many people in the founding era worry about the centralization of power? William Davies summed it up during the North Carolina Ratifying Convention. He said that so extensive a country as this can never be managed by one consolidated government. It's just too big. It's too vast. There's too many people. There's too much stuff going on for a small handful of government functionaries to manage the entire thing. I think Thomas Jefferson summed it up the best, and this was, a, uh, was in a letter he wrote. He said, our country is too large to have all its affairs directed by a single government. Now, think about this. Jefferson said this when the country was much, much smaller than it is today. So, he's saying that then, what he's saying is even more poignant and relevant today. 
He went on, he said, public servants at such a distance and from under the eye of their constituents will, from the circumstances of distance, be unable to administer and overlook all the details necessary for the good government of the citizen. And the same circumstance, by rendering detection impossible to their constituents, will invite the public agents to corruption, plunder, and waste. That is almost like a prophecy, right? This is where we are today. We have a government in Washington, D.C., made up of a very few people who are effectively ruling over like 330 plus million people. It's absurd. And Washington, or I'm sorry, Jefferson was right. We have public agents that are buried to their eyeballs in corruption and plunder and waste. So, Jefferson was right. And again, you just can't have a small number of people concentrating power within themselves. It's not going to be effective government, if you believe in government at all. It's certainly not going to be effective government when they're so far away at such a distance. And when you centralize power, it just magnifies their ability to be corrupt and their ability to trample on your liberty. So, The founding generation understood it. They did not want a consolidated government. They wanted a decentralized government. That's what the Constitution was supposed to create. Now, we can argue that didn't work, but as you go through episodes of this podcast, we're going to talk a lot about why it didn't work and what we can do to kind of try to turn the tide back around, right? Because it's not the Constitution's fault. It's the people's fault. It's our fault, right? If you don't have the liberty and the freedom that you want, you can't blame anybody but yourself. So we're going to talk a lot about that. How do we turn this tide? And um, so that's what the podcast is about. And the other thing that's important to understand about Thoughts from a Hairy Head is it's supposed to be short. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 12 minutes. So, you know, nice little bite-sized chunks. So you know what? We're out of time. But I do want to tell you how you can support the show. You can visit my sponsor, Canna Hemp. And if you're having issues with stress, anxiety, uh, with inflammation, CBD may be a solution for you. I use CBD personally, and I use Canna Hemp for uh, controlling my arthritis. If you go to CannaHemp.com, C-A-N-N-A-H-E-M-P.com, you can use Michael. Wait a minute. Let me get the make sure I got the thing right here. You can use the promo code Michael15, M-I-C-H-A-E-L 15. You'll get 15% off of your first order. So check that out. And that's it for this episode of Thoughts from a Hairy Head. We're another 10 minutes closer to freedom. And I really appreciate you listening to the show. If you enjoy it, do me a favor, spread the word, because I gotta rebuild my audience. And uh, you can feel free to send me any thoughts or ideas to michael.mahari at 10th Amendment Center.com. And of course, you can visit my website, michaelmahari.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again next time. <laughs>